to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Hey girl, hey, and welcome to another episode of This Grit and Grace Life podcast. I'm your co-host, Julie Graham. And you know what? 2020, it's been really weird and crappy, but I'm also saying that it's going to be the best year of my life. <laughs> See what I did there? It's like the power of positive thinking. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm Darlie Brock. And 2020... I don't know. I don't like it very much, <laughs> just being honest. I mean, I know there's parts of it that are exciting and wonderful, but it's been a tough year, Julie Graham. It's been a, a challenging year, challenges that I've never walked through before. You have lived a lot of years, and you have definitely told me that you don't recall another year like this. No, I don't. I remember when we were preparing for the start of 2020, I think one of our top episodes ever was either the first episode of 2020 or the last one of last year where we were kind of looking forward because I remember everyone was like, 2020, clear vision. It's going to be the awesome. best year ever. <laughs> and we're all like, wait a second. Yeah. That got lost in translation. And it's true. It's been just one blow after another, after another, after another. And our friends who are part of our community at Grit and Grace are probably feeling a little battered because of it. Well, and I think I've sat and pondered a lot. You know, I'm a ponderer. ponderer. I am a ponderer. And I've thought, what is it that's being thrown at us? And have realized that you know, what is being accomplished right now, the enemy of everything that is good in life is attacking full on. The enemy of everything that is good creates division and isolation. And that can happen anytime, but right now it seems to be happening on a worldwide scale. We are being pitted against one another. We are being isolated from one another. We are being forced out of our community. And it's really, really hard. I think you can handle all of the stuff that's coming your way if you do it together, if you do it as a community, if you do it as one people. You're right. I mean, the enemy has given us every possible scenario that is forcing us to do the things that we know on our insides from life experience. We're healthiest, we're best when we're in community and when we rely on other people and when we trust other people and we work together. And yet we're not being given very many opportunities to you know, lean into that. We're literally being told to not do those things. One of the things that I think has developed is there's a lot of fear, Julie. And I'm not saying not justified on some level, but it cannot dictate our lives because when it does, it isolates us from one another and we need each other. Yeah. I mean, I, I know in our community, uh, we have a lot of women who struggle with anxiety um, you know, which a lot of times is rooted in different fears. And so right now, especially if you already have a bent toward that, it's almost like it feels impossible to not be anxious about one thing or another. Um, and what we want to be is a place where women can be reminded of their strength, of the ability to overcome all odds that when we band together and we support one another, we actually play such a critical role in our society. Um, and the problem is, is as a society, we're being told that women don't matter, or we're being told how we have to act in order to matter. 
Yeah, it's kind of crazy right now. You know, whether it's the media or our culture, I feel like I'm just getting the snot beat out of me. You know, <laughs> where I I know within me what I can be, but I'm told to, you know, stay home or I'm told to back off or not have an opinion or not have an attitude that can help someone else. And you know what? I don't want to surrender to that, Julie. I don't want to give in to the fear or the isolation or the division. I want us as women, strong women, to push back and say, we're actually going to take a different tact. We're going to join together. I mean, the undeniable truth is we live in a very broken world and the 2020 headlines just pile it on. We've got, you know, relationships and marriages that are broken. We have children who are lost or we're struggling to even have children or we're in a crisis of belief where we don't have a true identity or we struggle with self-esteem or we are lost in our faith or our faith is being challenged in all of the ways. What we want you to know is your life matters. I mean, I want to look you in the eyeballs over our masks right now (laughs) and say, Mm. your life matters. Mm. Every single one of us, our life matters. And we want you to walk away with that being your starting place. My life matters. Mm. So how am I going to live it? The greatest choice that we can ever make as women of grit and grace is to become who we already are. To, To find that inner confidence that says... Yes. Like Darlene Brock told me, my (laughs) life matters and who I am is good. And the world actually needs me. Oh, Julie, I love that because it's true. And any woman who doubts that, I just want to challenge you on that. Don't be afraid to be you. Don't be afraid that someone is going to not like who you are or challenge who you are. I mean, it's not that we're perfect because nope. ladies, we're not. We have, our, we have our failings too. But every single one of us have within us abilities, strengths, gifts, talents, things that the world needs. So be you, absolutely be you. Well, each one of us has our own story. I mean, I think that's part of the reason we created space on our site, you know, for women to tell their stories because we all have hurt. You know, whether it's our life experiences or the challenges we've faced, maybe poorly with bad decisions, whatever it is, <laughs> right. we all have challenges. Um, and, and, you know, that's unavoidable, but it's also part of making us who we are. And we have the ability to then share those experiences with someone else, like we talked about on our last episode. It's super important that we do that, um, even though we're not always going to understand what somebody else has been through. Well, and I think that's been pretty, part of the division that's going on right now is simply because we should recognize that we can't completely understand another person's life and their experience. And I know when we talked to Dr. Zoe about some of the race issues, you know, that's listening to someone else who I could never understand her world because I'm not her. I could not understand a woman who's gone through divorce, or I cannot understand entirely your journey, Julie, of widowhood. I can't understand a woman who's experiencing infertility and cannot have children, but I can listen, but I can hear. I can try to sympathize, empathize, and hear what they experience. So maybe I can gain a little bit of understanding and at the very least, compassion. 
Yeah. And I think it's like learning that listening has value. Um, and that we don't have to try to say, you know, me too, to everything. There's oh, because a, there's we can't. A, there's a time for me too moments that really, right. really matter, that really bond you to somebody. But then there's also a time for, I have no idea what that must be like, but I hear you and I'll sit with you in, in these moments. And Julie, I think that what you just said is really important because it's not, indeed, we can't entirely understand, but we can love well. Mm -hmm. We can hold a hurting person. We can bring them food. We can go take them to a movie. We can do whatever is needed. We have not walked their journey, but maybe we can offer a little bit of comfort in the middle of it. I mean, ultimately, that's why we decided to build a community that we now call Grit and Grace, whether that's our Grit and Grace life, whether that's this podcast, any of the places where our community gathers online, we have purposefully created a diverse group of writers and contributors and stories that we share here on the show so that whether you've experienced infidelity or infertility or, you know, um, recreating your career or suicide or racial understanding, anxiety, depression, whatever it is, we have somebody who has been there and is sharing their story and no two stories are alike. And yet we learn from them when we're willing to be vulnerable and share them. And what our listeners don't know is how much energy we put into the diversity part of what we do. We have had so many conversations, ladies, about even the images we put on the website (laughs) because we think every woman needs to be represented culturally, um, age, you know, just the diversity of what we are as a community of women. We worked really hard to try to look like it because the truth is, that's, that's how we're painted. That's how we look. No matter what the age, no matter what the skin tone is, that's all of us. Mm-hmm. And we work really hard to try to let you know that we care about every single person that is represented. It's funny. I'm thinking now that you're talking about those kind of behind the scenes conversations, I'm thinking about this year and it being, you know, just one attack after another, um, you know, I feel like we have a lot of heavy pieces. We need something lighter, but you know, no, we have to talk about suicide this week. Or, you know, we do need to talk about the struggles of adoption or blended family or, you know, grief and loss and death. And we have to talk about these things because they're what we're experiencing. And we want our community to have all types of tools and resources. I mean, I do think we need a little bit lighter stuff as well. So I do I mean, we've got to, you know what? I really liked that castle piece that was seven castles to have your wedding at. That was a really good escape. I'm going to link that in the show notes on here because I feel like that was a breath of fresh air. Absolutely but was. This is a real grit and grace life, right? Dealing with all of these things and being there for one another. And that's what we're trying to create a place where you will always find the voice of someone that you need to hear, whether you've experienced their circumstance or not. Well, and the the other thing we want you to know is your experience or your circumstances do not define you. Shall I say that again? Do not define you. (laughs) I am adamant about that one because we will say, oh, I'm divorced. Oh, for me, my father committed suicide. Or I had a struggle with my daughter's health when she was little. Or, you know, we can go through the, you know, I'm a career woman or I'm a stay-at-home mom or I'm a... But that's simply something you've experienced or something you do. That is not who you are. 
Well, if we're adamant that your life circumstances, your place in life, some of the roles that you carry don't define you, then what does? Because I feel like that's the number one question women have. Who am I? Why do I matter? Do I matter? And if so, why do I matter? Oh, I think, Julie, it has to do with our character, our our priorities, our choices, in that are we compassionate? Are we merciful? Are we giving? Are we supportive? Do we stand strong for things that we believe in? Do we love those who don't agree with us? Do we embrace everybody, whether we understand them, whether we relate to them, or whether we don't? Who are we as, who, are, who am I as a woman? Am I one that will fight for good and love no matter what? That determines who we are. How we conduct ourselves in this life, in all of our circumstances, it is what is who we are. And then our circumstances help us become who we're going to be. And definitely our number one, you know, value system, especially here at Grit and Grace is believing that we have this incredible value, this worth because of who made us, God put it in us. So when we get all insecure and I think I don't matter and I think, oh, woe is me. I'm just little. I actually have to remember the truth and that the God of the universe chose to put me here. So I have value because he made me and he put me here for a variety of reasons. And ultimately that's why we created grit and grace to be a place where women can come and find not judgment, but you know, support and encouragement and the ability to, you know, connect with other women who have gone through similar things and completely different things. And yet find that commonality of desiring to go after the things of God together in the unique ways that he's given to each and every one of us. Well, and what I've found through the years, Julie, is a lot of times women of faith, especially think they don't need to think all that much about themselves. It's like, (laughs) I'm going to be humble. I'm going to be, but the truth is, if you go, you know what? I'm pretty darn good. You're complimenting the person who created you. You know, you go, look at what I got. I got some great talents and look, I mastered that or I succeeded in that. It's not really about you. Ultimately, it's like, okay, you know what? You created me. So, hey, you did pretty good. When our story connects with God's story, it creates a greater story. And I think you're right. We get it twisted that if we believe in ourselves, you know, even that statement sometimes makes Christians un, like uneasy. Ooh, don't believe in yourself. Just believe in God. No, <laughs> I'm actually sharing God's goodness when I recognize that he's been good to me and I do good for him. So since I've lived 4,012 years, Mm -hmm. what I can tell you as a woman who has embraced her faith for most of my life, okay, not all, but most of it, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean I've been exempt from heartache or hurt or bad decisions on my part Mm -hmm. or being affected by bad decisions on other people's part. That's not true because I live in the same world everybody else lives in and this world has challenges and hurt and heartache and you're not going to avoid it it's not like we have a magic bullet that says we are exempt from all of that because we're not but what it does mean is when we face it we have comfort and hope 
that you don't have without a relationship with God. And it's our desire here to create a place where we're caring for every single part of the woman, you know, from her mind, her body, her soul, her spirit. And at different times, we need different things in order to care for, you know, ourselves as women and the community that we have here. And it's okay to address different areas, knowing that ultimately every care that we bring comes from God himself. You know, on a practical side of that conversation, Julie, I think that an encouragement we can give to someone else, say, I've got, I do, I have a good friend who's been battling her weight for a while, okay? And it's important to her to lose some. So I go, yay, raw, can I go to the gym with you? No, I don't want to like, go to the gym. like, you said that? Say, you don't no. want to go with me? I know. Rude. I, well, you don't, you could go I'm anyway. I'm going to go either way. Okay. Yeah, you're going to go either way. <laughs> so I'm saying I would go, yay, raw, I'll go, and I may just sit on the sidelines and root you along, <laughs> but I want to encourage you in that part of your life. I want to help you be a better you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true in everything. If you have a friend who is in an emotional challenge and has gone through things that need additional help, then be that cheerleader, be that source for, hey, you know what, I know these, here's some counselors I've heard about that I think are really strong. And maybe you just need to touch base and start a conversation because you and I can talk about it forever, but somebody who is really trained may be able to help you more. So I think we need to be active in every part of those areas of our lives. So ultimately, we have a passion to be a place where women share their stories. They share their hearts so that others can find the answers that we have. It's so important. Like It's such a biblical concept of women pouring into the lives of other women. The older women teach the younger women, and we share our stories and our experiences, passing them along for each other's betterment and for each other's encouragement so that we can find strength even when we think we don't have any because we've been strengthened by someone else. We, we understand that this person went through this thing and she didn't think she was going to make it, but she did. So I now believe I have the ability within me as well to do that very same thing, but tailored to my circumstance. Julie, I do say this and I know a few years ago you would cringe at it, but I think you kind of joined my campaign. Um, I want women to change the world because ladies we have if you look through history we have and we can do it again and right now i think we really need to do it yeah the world is desperate for for change absolutely we need to be the ones that unify we need to be the ones that don't isolate even if you have to physically be protective for someone else's health or your health i get that but that doesn't mean you can't reach out and communicate. That can't. That doesn't mean at your home you can't have people there. That doesn't mean that you can't gather where it's appropriate and love one another. That even means that you can smile with your eyes when you can't <laughs> smile with your mouth because you're wearing a mask and you can converse with people, even though it sounds like a mumble. Reach out and do it right now. Yeah, we want to be people who are willing to face hurt head on to hear someone else's heart, to gain understanding. We want to step up and not be a divider. We want to, you know, create community, not further isolation. We want to be women who build a community very diverse in every single way 
that we'll lock arms and face the challenges that we're all facing right now and do it together with strength and with community to remove the isolation, to stop the division, and to grow together in strength. But I think here's the real key and kind of the action point for the listener right now. Like you're probably, or at least hopefully, nodding along like, yes, maybe I can change the world (laughs) because it's going to take a lot more than just you and me behind these mics. Yep. And even more than, you know, the dozens of incredible women who are already with us as writers at Grit and Grace. No, it's got to go further than that. We need each other and we need to all be in this together. We actually need people to partner with us here at Grit and Grace to see this mission accomplished. We started this conversation about the attack against all that is good, the attack against unity, the attack against compassion, the attack against community, and the insertion of fear and trepidation. And we want to change that. We want to change that here today. And we need you to help us as we do it. We need you to be a partner with us in your community, with your friends, with the people you know, And as Julie said, to support us while we take this banner and try to move it forward. Because together, we are women of grit and grace. And together, we really can change the world. Yes, we can. And we want to actually extend to you, as a faithful listener, an opportunity to tangibly join us on this mission. If you go to our show notes right now, you'll see an opportunity for how you can actually partner with us to spread this message even more further as we try to be a positive voice in the you know year of 2020 when everything seems negative. We want to be a place where women can find that there is good, that there is positive. There actually is a solution to the pain and the hurt and the turmoil that we're all facing. And when we link together and join together, we can turn the tide, so to speak. Can I just say that I've really enjoyed doing this episode because it's kind of a little bit of a, I don't know, like going down to the heart of why we do what we do. And it's, it's always fun for me to kind of revisit those, you know, purposed statements of, you know, why we're here and what we're trying to do. So I hope that it has been almost invigorating for those who listen, because I know for me, it's been invigorating. Just saying that. Me too. All right. We need to end this show with a quote because it is Darlene's favorite part of every episode (laughs) (laughs) to end with a quote. So with that in mind, can I quote you? Oh, sure. Whatever. Darlene Brock, co-founder of the Grit and Grace Project, has said, living a life of grace takes an enormous amount of strength and a boatload of tenacity. So dear friends, we hope that you find both grit and grace as you hang with us here at This Grit and Grace Life. Be sure to join us next time. We'll introduce you to our new friend, Deb Meyer. She's going to help us unpack what your family's priorities are so that you can do everything in your power to build your family's wealth. Thanks for listening to another episode of This Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by The Grit and Grace Project. Whether you're listening in Apple, Spotify, or streaming somewhere else, be sure to subscribe and review so you never miss an upcoming episode. You can also share this episode with a friend you think might enjoy living a grit and grace life with us, or share us in your social media and tag us. Every week, we share all the details of what we discussed at our website, gritandgracelife.com. We'll catch you on the next one.